So you're backing a one on one team and then two oh and two teams? Welcome, welcome, welcome to better win green, eh? To better win green, eh? To better win green, eh? Welcome in green team. It is week three of the NFL season. We went eight, six, and one last week. We are down to six in our survivor pool. Only six people remain. Brendan R78, shout out to you. Congratulations. You are currently leading our weekly pickums group. Ethan. We did it, man. St. Jude got $54. We were happy to donate it. Thank you to all of our new subscribers. And if you weren't a part of it, don't worry, man. Tell your friends still. We have a bunch of St. Jude. The more followers we have, the more opportunities we're going to have, too, to help support charities. Um, and go go over to bettergreen.com. Over there, we got some merch. We got some koozies. We got some shirts. We got tons of articles. Articles coming out every day. So make sure you guys head over there. Fantasy football, betting related. Uh, really a lot of football right now because football is king. Ethan, you ready to get into these week three games, man? Let's do it, man. I love it. Love the slate. We have the Giants on Thursday night heading out to San Francisco to face the 49ers. 49ers are 10-point favorites over under is set at 44 49ers have been killing it. Giants have been looking, uh, they've been struggling a lot. Ethan, what is your read on this game? Yeah, this game's kind of tough. Um, I don't love uh, spreads in the double digits often, um, but I think the only way that I could look at this game is to lay it with San Francisco. Don't know if I'll get to the window, um, but I like, or I never like to play on the road team on Thursday night football, short week, uh, long travel spot for, for New York. Um, they were, oh, you know what? New York actually stayed West coast cause they were in Arizona on Sunday. That's smart. Um, but still they haven't been home all week. Uh, just kind of, uh, just not the same as being at home. So it gives you mental drain. um, yeah, yeah. Tough for me to play on road teams Thursday night. Um, and the giants have just looked so atrocious, um, that it just puts me on the Niners. I mean, I just think the Niners are way better. I really think the Giants are like a five-win team this year. I think they're um, still a little bit over-respected in the betting market, even though they've performed so poorly in the first two weeks. Um, I think people still think they could come back to what they were last year, and I just don't think they will. Um, so, yeah, my, my lean would be the Niners. Um, typically I would think the Niners are in a bad spot because their division or sandwich between two divisional games. They come off the, um, game against LA last week and then they have the Cardinals on deck. However, I don't think they give a rip about the Cardinals. I think that's a easy get in, get out with a win. Um, so I don't think there's any look ahead here. I think they'll take care of business on primetime, uh, standalone football. So I think the Niners could win this like 31 to 10. Don't think it's going to be very close. Um, so that would be my lean here. And I think it stays under the total of 44. Uh, I just don't see the Giants putting up many points on this defense. Um, and kind of like I said, 31, the, the Niners can still score quite a bit, kind of like they did against Pittsburgh, and still have this game stay under. So like the under, like the Niners, not sure what I'll be playing in this game. You said that the 49ers should be able to get in and get out with no problem against the Cardinals next week. You know what team did not get in and get out easily against the Cardinals? New York football giants. New York football giants, baby. They struggled. Really, they came back in that second half, but they were getting their butts handed to them in the whole first half by probably the worst football team uh, in the NFL. Now there's no Nick Chubb. Uh, Matt Breida, I don't think – I know you're not very high on running backs, but I feel like that's not a, a replacement. That is just a guy that's going to struggle immensely against this 49ers uh, front four, front seven. 
I like the 49ers uh, with the minus 10 as well, and I also like the under. Yeah, I will just say, uh, you said Nick Chubb, but Saquon. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank you, Saquon. Same, same thing. Yeah, it's been a bad <laughs> week for running backs. We'll get to Nick Chubb. We'll, we will get to Nick Chubb. Thank you for correcting me. Yep. Talking about running backs, let's go to the Atlanta Falcons heading down to Detroit to face the Lions over under a sit at 46 and a half. Ethan, this is your Lions. Um, the Falcons are kind of the team you've been banging the drum for all offseason too. So I have the Falcons with the points because I think that they're just going to pound the ball. Their game plan against the Packers is exactly the same game plan they're going to have against every single team this year. It's just pound the ball, throw as little as possible, try to get out in a low-scoring win. So I also have the under. Yeah, could not agree more with the underplay and the reasoning behind it. Completely how I see Atlanta as well. I do think Detroit wins this game and covers the spread here, so I will take Detroit. Um, but yeah, also, that does make me nervous about Atlanta because that is their DNA. They run the football, they have good defense, they can control the clock. Um, so I do like the under for that reasoning. But I just think, you know, all offseason I said I thought Detroit would be 1-1 one and one regardless of which game they won. Thought it was a horrible spot against Seattle. Um, turns out it probably was. So I just think this is like a kind of nice get right game. They're staying home. They're home last week, staying home this week. Um, Atlanta's probably, even though I am high on them, I do think they're a 10 win football team that wins that division. Uh, I think they could be a little bit overvalued right now just because of their two and zero start in games that they easily, uh, could have been Oh, and two. I mean, they, they beat the Panthers by a lot, but I think people going into the year, looked at both of those games as kind of coin flips. So I think they're a little bit over-respected or over-hyped. I um, think the Lions are ultimately the better team. I think they this is kind of that get-right spot for them. So I'll take the Lions minus three. I actually like that quite a bit. Um, I think Atlanta – or I think this game opened with Atlanta plus five, and I think Sharp Money has taken it down to three. So at plus five, I'd honestly probably lean Atlanta. I think this is maybe a three-, four-point game. Um, but yeah, I'll take Detroit and I will take the under because I think, uh, Atlanta can have some long, um, drives, hopefully scoreless. I feel like this game is, doesn't matter which side you take. Cause it's going to be a push. This feels like a three point game. Doesn't it? Dude, did that not feel like that with the saints and Panthers? Yes. Yes. It that did. was like, yeah. And it was, <laughs> I, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Easily, easily, man. Uh, the Colts are heading to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Ravens are seven and a half point favorites over under set at 46. Interesting game. Both of these teams like to run the ball. Who do you think has the edge? I love this game. I love the Colts plus seven and a half. I think they have a shot to win outright. Um, wow. I've already played. I already took Colts plus eight. Wow. Uh, it has come down a little bit. Um, yeah. Bad spot here for, Baltimore coming off that big win on the road against Cincinnati. They have both road games in their division up next at Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Um, so sandwiched between all three road divisional games for the season. Uh, they don't give a rip about Indy. They think they can just walk in there, walk out with a win at home. think it's a great spot for Indy to catch them sleeping a little bit, catch them looking ahead. So I absolutely love Indy plus eight plus seven and a half, whatever you can get them at. Um, and I, I would lean the under in this game. Um, I'm not sure if Anthony Richardson is going to play. I actually hope he doesn't. I think Gardner Minshew, 
for right now this week is probably a better option. Um, I think it's a safer option for Indy. Um, would love the plus eight a lot better if Minshew's in just because I think less turnovers, less uh, maybe aggressive play calling. Um, I think it, they just do more dink and dunk, longer drives. Um, so if Richardson plays, that would take me right off the under. Not sure if it pushed me over to the over. Um, but if it's Minshew, I love the under in this game as well. This is going to be an under week. I have a lot of unders. I'm sure you probably do too. Um, but I can't exactly remember how Mark Ingram said it, but you got to take Lamar at the bank, baby. I'm right here and be more outside the bank. If you got an issue with that, come see me. I'm about that. Big trust. Woo woo. Lamar Jackson. I take a Lamar seven and a half points. The Ravens. I like their defense. Um, and you just said you said that those two upcoming games they're looking forward to. I think that they know they're going to struggle there and that they need to win now because they're at two and zero, and they can go three and zero. So if you go split those two and you're at four and one, you're looking good still. Even if you go three and two, you're okay. They lose this one, then you're really fighting hard these next two games. So I like the Ravens, but I don't know, man. I don't know. The, the Colts have a pretty decent defense, too, and offensive line. But I, I like the Ravens more. They can win it by three. By four, three. five, six, seven. Eight. Not eight. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the Ravens to win their division, and I sprinkled Ravens to win the Super Bowl uh, this past week. So I do hope they win, but close. You- you heard you heard it here, folks. Ravens might win the Super Bowl, but probably won't cover the spread against the Colts. <laughs> At home. At home. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills head out to Washington to face the Commanders. Commanders are six and a half point home dogs over under set at forty four points. I'm taking the Bills like I did last week against the Raiders. I thought that they were gonna pound the Raiders and they did. I don't think they're going to pound the Commanders, but I think they can win by a touchdown. I think they can cover the seven. And I actually have the over in this game. This is one of my few overs of the week because Eric Bieniemy and that Commanders offense, they're at home. I think that they're going to be able to score points. Bill's defense hasn't looked amazing this year. Um, so I think this could get into a high-scoring affair, but I think the Bills win this somewhere between seven and ten. I doubt they win by two touchdowns, but that's kind of the area I feel comfortable with. Yeah, I. This game's tough. It is. Um, I've been back and forth. I think I'm gonna lean the Bills with you. Also, I don't know why. I feel like the Bills in Washington play every single year. It feels like it. Out of conference, it's very strange. There's no way they probably can, but it just feels like they do all the time. Um, but yeah, I will lean the Bills. Um. My main reasoning for this is because Washington had to give such an effort in the second half last week. It was a huge come-from-behind victory over um, Denver. I think they could come out a little bit flat in this game. And on the flip side, I think uh, Buffalo was smooth sailing last week, got a lot of confidence back after their awful week one. Um, So I think Buffalo is going to kind of be able to ride that confidence. I think uh, Josh Allen kind of calmed himself down a little bit, was doing a lot more short yardage plays, not chucking it downfield mm-hmm. every third throw. Um, so I think that's going to continue working for him, which does put me on the under in this game. I think Washington has a good defense. I think the Bills actually have a pretty damn good defense. Uh, and I think 
Josh Allen's going to play more conservative like he did last week, which proved to work very well. So, um, yeah, I don't love the side at all. I really don't. But I'll lean Buffalo. I think the under is my favorite play in this game. Gabe Davis, uh, I think he outscored Stephon Diggs in fantasy. Is he the wide receiver to own in Buffalo? I did see a post today that said sell high on Stephon Diggs. Oh, like, wow. I don't I know, know if I agree with that. I don't either. Yeah. You're only guy. <laughs> Come on. Come on now. Bad take. Bad take. Absolutely. That's why you got to only read the articles on bettergreen.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the Patriots head to New York to face the Jets. Jets are three-point home dogs over under set at 36.5. That is the lowest total of the week. Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, this game is also tough. Um, I have to lean the Patriots here, I think. Um, you know, the Jets' defense is going to be the true story in this, but I just don't think um, the Jets offensively can put up enough points in this one. I think Bill Belichick is going to have a good game plan coming in. Um, they've actually moved the football pretty well in both their first games. Um, they could realistically be 2-0 and at this point rather than 0-2. Should probably be 1-1. One and I think they probably let one get away against Philadelphia week one. Um, and then if that lateral goes differently on Sunday night football, who knows? Um, so I think this is just kind of a, a must win early in the year for Bill Belichick. Um, and he should be able to get it done against the backup quarterback and Zach Wilson, who did not look very good this past week. Um, and the total is so disgusting. I know our, our boy Wyatt is on the over in this game. I have to go under Patriots are dead under team to me. Um, even though. What the hell was up with their hurry-up offense against Miami? <laughs> it looked good. That was, that was complete opposite of what I expected. <laughs> I expected slow, methodical, keep Miami off the field. Yeah. And they're running no huddle. So that <laughs> concerned me. I hope they don't do that against the Jets. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't see this game being high-scoring. 17-10 to 10 Patriots is kind of the way I'm looking at this. So I like the under actually quite a bit. Divisional game. Um lean the Patriots, but it's a tough one. The spread is kind of weird. I would have thought it was a little bit higher. You took the words right out of my mouth at 17 to 10. It feels like this line should be 27 and a half, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm on the under two, man. Under on the uh, lowest scoring game. It feels like it, man. Um, I'm going to be on the other side of the game, though. I'm going to be on the Jets in such a close game. I'm going to take the points with the home team. And like we were saying earlier, too, because you and me, we're not completely out on the Jets yet because I believe you and me were the two on the Jets last week against uh, the Dallas team, the Cowboys. But it it feels like the Cowboys are just that good. Not that the Jets are that mm-hmm. bad because the right. Jets were able to come back. And I know it was a punt return, but the Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers still. And he doesn't have any concern about like he had concern about Jordan Love taking his spot. He's not worried about Zach Wilson stealing the spot from him next year. If he can get his team to the playoffs and he's going to look like the savior coach and might even transition to a coach uh, position for him when he retires. But I'm not out on the jets yet. And if I can get points in this close of a game, I think I'm going to take the points. Definitely don't hate it. Yeah. The Titans head to Cleveland to face the Browns. This is the Nick Chubb game. Browns are three and a half point favorites. Over under set at 40. This is going to be a gross game. Um, 
I'm just gonna come out and say it. I got the Titans plus the three and a half. I I hate this game. I hate picking it. Um, and I'm taking the over. So I hate all my picks for this game. But the Titans, they just beat the Chargers, and it's it's the same Titans we see every year. They just pound the ball. They're not gonna light you up on the scoreboard and just try to keep you to a very low scoring game. Um, I'm not I'm not picking the Titans because of the Chubb injury. Cause I think Jerome Ford, now they got Kareem hunt. I think they're going to be fine running the ball still. Um, it's very possible. The Browns win. I think they probably do win, but the Titans are going to make it so ugly that I think they can keep it within that field goal. Yeah. You would think this is the uh, puke in the mouth game, but it's actually not. I actually Ooh. love the Titans in this game. Okay. Good. Uh, I completely agree with you. think they could win outright. Similarly to the Ravens, a uh, weird spot for Cleveland. They opened up with two divisional games, have the Titans in between, and then their third divisional game against Baltimore next week. Um, so a lot of focus, I think, goes into those three divisional games. Couldn't really give a rip about Tennessee. So I think Tennessee um, has a good advantage spot for them here. Um, like you said, it's probably low scoring, ugly, close. So I'll take three and a half points all day with that. Uh, don't love the Browns with Nick Chubb down. He was... And I'm anti-running back, I think. Uh, dime a dozen, you know. But when he went down, their offense just shut down on Monday night, um, which I was happy with. I had Pittsburgh. I had no <laughs> business winning that game. I will say it right now. I got completely lucky. Wrong side. Somehow they got there. Um, but, yeah, not impressed with Deshaun Watson. Not impressed with that offense outside of Chubb. Um, you know, Jerome Ford, right? That's his name? Yep. yep. Yeah, he uh, – I mean – he was a hundred yard ball carrier in that game. So obviously he was impressive, but not Nick Chubb impressive. You know, he, he had that long 70 yard run, but that wasn't making things a lot happen. Yeah. Chubb was just, I mean, borderline unstoppable unless you blew his knee out or something. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like Tennessee in this game. Love the under, uh, don't see how these offenses put up, uh, 40 points. So, I might go bet that right now, honestly. Like the under a lot in this game. Yeah. Nick Chubb is also one of those guys he's so easy to root for. That it really yeah, sucks seeing him get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I've had him plenty of times on fantasy, which always makes me a fan of the guys that do well for me about yeah. multiple years. Um, big Eckler fan because of that reason. So uh, I guess... The one silver lining, I didn't have Chubb in any league this year, so I didn't get bit by that. But, yeah, I feel bad for him. I hope he's able to play again. Can I tell you my main running backs real quick in my three leagues? I had Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Cam Akers, Austin Eckler, and J.K. Dobbins. (laughs) Who do you have now? Uh, I believe I have James (laughs) Conner and Jerome Ford. All right. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. James Conner should be good for the first half. Well, I don't know. He's against the Cowboys. I don't think he's going to be good the first half. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> uh, we get 500 uh, subscribers and 10,000 views on this video. Either or, we will make a Chris Farley react uh, reaction video to Nick Chubb's third knee injury. So make sure you guys get those numbers up. We, we got rookie numbers yep. right now. Pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. We got the Chargers heading out to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Vikings are one-point home dogs over under the highest of the week at 54 points. Ethan, 
Is this going to be the barn burner that we think it is? Believe it or not, this is the puke in the mouth game of the week. Oh, come on, man. Not this one. This one's going to be fun to watch. This game is gross. <laughs> Just gross. Don't know. Uh, Minnesota is the lean here. I think Minnesota should probably be 2-0. Don't trust Brandon Staley as far as I can throw him. Um, so, I mean, there's no way I could back the Chargers as a road favorite. No way, no how. Um, I think Minnesota was impressive against Philly, but just couldn't get the job done. They've turned the ball over, I think, six times in the first two games, um, which I'm hoping that's just kind of a fluke for right now. I already did bet Minnesota week four. Um, kind of hoping they win this game because I think I'll have better line value if that's the case. But yeah, um, yeah, I think I think Minnesota's fine. I really do. I think if it weren't for those turnovers, they probably beat Tampa, but they're, they're better than Tampa. Um, and they probably beat Philly last week. They're not better than Philly, but I think they were that night. They just couldn't get it done. Um, Chargers look awful. I mean, I saw a stat today. They're like the first, what was it? First team with 50 points and no turnovers to start 0-2 or something like that. Um, I could be wrong. This The numbers could be wrong there, but something like that. Uh, it comes down to coaching, I think. I think Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. You and I talked about it. I believe yeah. I'm alive. How many losses think, do the Chargers have to get to before they fire Staley? Like, if they don't win these next two games, is he out? Like, if they start 0-4? Dude, I was legit just going to say, before I even brought up Brandon Staley, I was going to say, if they start 0-4, he's gone. I think on Monday, so. that uh, 0-4 could be his... Bye bye. It's time to go. So, uh, yeah, I think they get to 0 3. I'm not buying into the Chargers whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, I will take Minnesota. Uh, I'll take the over here as well because good pieces all around, both offenses. I think Minnesota's defense has improved and the Chargers is complete dog shit still. So, uh, yeah, I think Minnesota wins this game pretty high scoring. We see this game the exact same way. Exact same way. Take Minnesota. You get points. They're at home. Uh, I see the overhitting in this one as well. Neither team loves to play defense. Um, absolutely. It's hard to believe that one of these teams is going to be 0-3 because both these teams came mm-hmm. in with high expectations for themselves. We might not have had the highest expectations for them. I know you didn't have high expectations for the Chargers, but one of these teams starting 0-3, that, that's big for these guys. Um, they're going to be fighting, I believe, the Vikings were the Thursday night game, right? Against the Eagles this week. Yep. So they've had more time to prepare too. Yep. And the the Chargers were in overtime, right? With the Titans. Chargers were in overtime. Yep. Yeah. And that was in Nashville. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm assuming they went home. Now I have to go back to Minnesota. Ooh, yeah. I would assume I like so. Minnesota. Right. I, like Minnesota. I know. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I like that. The more we talk about it, the more I like it. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Chargers and me not having high expectations for same division, you know who I did have high expectations for? Who's letting me down? Could they be playing in our next game? Um, nope. The oh, night game. Are you talking about the Raiders? Dude, my boy. <laughs> Dude. What have did you I tell you? This year? Uh, you I saw stats? his week one stats were his week two stats the same. Close. He's not he Captain Goose Egg anymore. 
He's got ground to make up. That's all I'll say. One catch, 22 yards. He's giving games. everybody else a head start. Yeah. He's going to blow what him out nice of the water. What a nice guy. Yeah. What a nice guy. <laughs> He's a gym rat and a gentleman. Who would know? <laughs> Old Hunter Renfro. Uh... In the next game, the Denver Broncos are heading down to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins are six-point favorites at home. Over-under set at 48. I like the over in this game. I do like the over in this game. I've seen Tyreek Hill kill the Broncos many times. Uh, Broncos 0-2 to start the year. Lost to the Raiders. And now um, uh, kind of a heartbreaking loss at home to the Commanders. Correct? Correct. It's I, I'm not liking what I'm seeing out of the Broncos at all. Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, I uh, let Russ cook me up a couple of survivor losses this week <laughs> with that pitiful second half performance. <laughs> Um, just brutal. It's funny. I, I had five survivor leagues. I had, uh, three of them had the Broncos. Two of them had the giants. So at halftime of these games, I'm like, all right, my three with the Broncos are going to survive. My two with the giants are done, but whatever. And sure enough, I have two live on with the Giants' second half, <laughs> comeback. three die with the Broncos pitiful second half. But, um, <laughs> this is the grossest thing I'll probably say. All season, I love the Broncos in this game. Oh my gosh! Uh, again, horrible spot for Miami at the Patriots last week. Home game against the Broncos at Buffalo. Uh, probably their biggest game of the year uh, on the road against Buffalo. I'm sure they want that one really bad. Um, so I just think it's too many points against uh, Denver. I think Denver with Sean Payton, I think he's going to be able to turn it around. Not the whole season, but I think just. You know, it was a horrible loss. They're ready to get that one behind them, uh, kind of prove that's not their identity, especially after he called out Nathaniel Hackett for awful coaching, and now <laughs> here he is <laughs> coaching yeah. maybe worse yeah. than what Hackett did. So I think he's just ready to turn this one around. Um, so I love Denver in this game, absolutely. Um, as far as the total goes, wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole, honestly. I would lean under, um, and that's simply because I think if – Miami's looking ahead. They might have a few miscues. Um, and I think if I'm backing Denver, they're not going to get in a shootout with Miami. So I think I naturally would have to lean the under there. But love the Broncos. Don't love anything on the total. Man. All right. I took the Broncos against Washington last week, and they hurt me. Oh, me too. <sighs> that two-point conversion was bullshit, though. It was P.I. But yeah. I should have at least gone OT. Or at least had a... Another try from the one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But, man, they just look so bad. Oh, Broncos fans. It's my first time I get to let's say it this die. year, but Broncos country, let's cry. <laughs> yeah. The Houston Texans go down to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. Jaguars are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is set at 44. Texans, C.J. Stroud led the league in uh, passing yards last week. 384 I yards, I believe. I think you're right. Jaguars score three uh, field goals. They only put up nine, and they have a nine-and-a-half point spread. I'm still taking the Jags. I'm still taking the Jags. I actually had some hope. I thought the Texans looked like they held their own against the um, the Ravens, and I lost all that hope just in that one game. I don't see them winning this. Uh, Jacksonville... At one and one, obviously they need to start uh, getting these wins because I know 
we kind of talked about it earlier that they could be the number one seed in the AFC because of their um, schedule. Mm -hmm. It it starts here, and I think that they have a convincing win at home against C.J. Stroud. Um, I think he gets sacked, has a couple turnovers. So I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to take Houston. This motherfucker. I do like Houston plus nine and a half. Again, I just think it's too many points in the divisional game. Um, I think Jacksonville could have a flat spot here. I think they put a lot of effort into Kansas City. Obviously didn't really show in the box score. Um, but I think that was a huge game for them. Way more than the Texans who they've been beating up on the last couple of years. Um, so I do think that, that Houston catches on. I mean, I think Jacks probably win this game. But nine and a half just seems like too many. Um especially with Stroud, who shows that he can move the football. Um, the Texans, I believe, have been pretty good at covering spreads the last couple of years when they've been in the basement of the NFL. Um, so, yeah, I'm not impressed by the, the Texans at all. I think I'm going to try to take a week off of betting bad teams because I got burned by the Bears and the Jets uh, this past Sunday. So I, I don't think I can put money on the Texans. Um, especially after Justin Fields' stupid pick six at the end of the game, that CJ Stroud <laughs> is more than likely to do the same thing if he got the opportunity. Yeah. So I don't think my money is going to be on the Texans, but it is a pretty strong lean. I think they do cover. Um, and I would lean the over in this game. I think we are probably getting a little bit of value um, because Jags only put up nine against Kansas City, but mm-hmm. Kansas City's defense. The Texans, they just lost 31 to 20 to the Colts, right? Yeah, 31-21 maybe. Somewhere in there, yeah. So they would have covered the 9.5 by the Jaguars, no? Yeah, I just think it's a worse spot for the Jags. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I always like to try to turn you guys to my side. doesn't always work out. I, I appreciate that. We need more disagreement. Well, that, you and me are good at that. We're too nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. Thank we God need the, uh, what do they call that? Um, devil's advocate yes yeah that's what we need we need to channel our inner uh, skip bayless and shannon sharp man yeah they're not together anymore so we need to start yelling at each other i know it <laughs> oh we can make it happen interrupt me at any time <laughs> yeah the... it's my turn you told me it was my turn <laughs> it's my turn it is. You told me it was my turn. Oh my god! The New Orleans Saints head to Green Bay to face the Packers. Packers are two point favorites. Over under is set at forty two. I j- just had an article come out today. I believe um, I said that the Saints are the median team in the league. There are <laughs> half the teams above them and half the teams beneath them. They're going to be no surprises this year. They're going to beat all the teams beneath them. And they're going to lose to all the teams above them. I have the Packers above them. And I think they cover the two. I could see them winning anywhere between three and 10. I am taking the under though. Um, Saints only put up 20 on Monday, 20 to 17. You and me know from the live that every quarterback threw an interception except for Bryce Young. How about that? Unbelievable. Threw one. Adam Thielen just made a hell of a play. That was a good job by Thielen. He should get some uh, fantasy points for that. He should. <laughs> um, Man, that hurt. It did. It did. Because I thought that one was like a no-risk hit. So, if, yeah. if the Saints are going to pick off uh, rookie Bryce Young in his second game, Jordan Love's been playing out of his mind. And I think the Packers are a much better team. 
Yeah, I'm going to agree with you here. I think we're getting a bit of value because the Packers blew that game to the Falcons. Yep. That if they play it 10 times, they probably win six, at least six of those times. I so I do like the Packers. Um, I don't know how vocal I've been on the Packers this offseason, but I was pretty high on them coming in. I do think they go over their win total. That was one that I was highly considering this offseason. Um, I could not agree more. Saints are as mid as it gets. Just <laughs> yeah. everything. Boring. If they didn't have Taysom Hill, I would hate watching them. I literally just watched those games. I'm like, ooh, Taysom's in. I hate Taysom Hill, so they're unwatchable. I love the man. (laughs) Absolutely love the man. Um, Honestly, for that reason, I will lean the over. I think the Packers can put up points. Um, The Saints allowed 17 to the Panthers, which, oof, yikes. Yeah. I think the Packers' offense is way better than the Packers. They should hopefully get Christian Watson back and, I think, Aaron Jones. Um, so, yeah, if I they think have Packers those, can put up. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I think they'll be able to put up points. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The Saints don't have a great offense, but whenever Taysom's in there, I'm just like, you just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you really That's don't. That's true. That's true. It's it could like, be a turnover. It could be a rushing touchdown, a receiving touchdown. <laughs> anything. Anything. <laughs> I mean, it's usually a QB draw. The Panthers somehow couldn't pick up on that, but <gasps> I could. <laughs> oh, my God, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the one to seal the game at the end of the game. That's some like, advanced oh, really? play calling. Yeah. You really thought, hey, somebody's going to throw the ball in this situation? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Um, yeah, slightly in on the over. Uh, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I do think I like the Packers. Yeah. Would money line them though? Uh, money line's probably what minus one twenty-five, one thirty. Probably something around there. Uh, is Taysom Hill? Is he the tight end that had nine receptions last year? Uh, total? Answers, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think which game you're talking about, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Is he also the guy that had forty points in a fantasy game? For- yes. You're right. The one of the same. <laughs> oh, I love that man. I picked him up today. <laughs> I'm going to start throwing up right now. Bring back the graphic. <laughs> I picked him up on fantasy. <laughs> I couldn't not. But my tight ends are Laporta and Joku. So I dropped in Joku for him because that guy blows. You got Laporta. You got all the tight ends you need. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Taysom just sits pretty on my bench with Eckler, my two boys. You're gonna play him in the quarterback, running back, or tight end spot. Uh, I wish I could play him elsewhere, but he's only a tight end this year. Very limited. You know what Taysom needs to do? He needs to start kicking field goals. Honestly. Throw him in a kicker. He probably could. He, he probably could. I know the dude can punt. Yeah. Great he, athlete, unicorn. The, he is. He is. The Carolina Panthers head out to Seattle to face the Seahawks. Seahawks are six-point favorites. Over-under is set at 42. I had a hard time with this one, Ethan. I had a really hard time with this one. Um, I've taken the under. And it it makes me not want to take the Seahawks because Bryce Young didn't throw an interception. And I think if they just run the ball, then keep it close. But at the same time, I don't want to take the Panthers in Seattle. I want to take the Seahawks minus six. Um I think that's going to be my play, Seahawks minus six. What do you think? I know it's a lot of points. Yeah. That's the issue. Slight, 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 slight lean on Carolina. 
just because I think Seattle could be slightly over hyped after their win against Detroit. Um, didn't have to put in much of an extra effort in overtime, but a little bit. Um, although Carolina had a Monday night game, so they don't have any rest advantage whatsoever. Um, my issue with this game, I think Carolina could be the worst team in the league. I mean, they look really bad uh, outside of how Pittsburgh looked because they sucked, but we'll get into that. Um, Carolina's bad. I mean, they just don't have like really a bright spot anywhere on that team. So there's no way I'm betting Carolina on this game. This is a complete uh, leave alone away. game. Yeah. Won't touch it in any capacity. Won't even hardly look at it. Um, I will say, though, Seattle is getting 79% of the money right now. So that also does kind of throw me on Carolina. That's um, over under, I literally can't even give you a lean here. Um, <laughs> I know. I felt the same way about this game. Yeah. Maybe this should be the puke in the mouth game. This is really disgusting. It should have been. Um, yeah. Carolina plus six is my lean for the for the graphic. If we didn't do the graphic, I probably wouldn't even give you anything. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. The Dallas Cowboys head to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Cardinals are 11 and a half point home dogs over under sit at 43. Ethan, what are you thinking, man? Gross. <sighs> this game is so tough. I want to take Dallas. But they're the most public team of of the week, so mm, I'm gonna take Dallas. Yeah, I'm gonna to. side with the public. I almost never do, um, especially when it's this this public of a play. But um, the Cardinals should honestly be overvalued in the marketplace right now after their first two games. They've looked much more impressive than I think anyone would have expected. Absolutely. Um, the issue is Dallas looks, I think, a lot better than most people expected. Even me, and I was very high on Dallas this year. Yeah. Um, I just don't see how Arizona keeps it close. I just really don't. So, yeah, I um, actually forgot to check. Yeah, there's no look-ahead spot here for Dallas at all. So, um, And then the Cardinals do have the 49ers on deck. But when you're as bad as they are, probably no look-ahead there. They just want to beat anyone they can. Uh, unfortunately, they'll have to wait at least two weeks because they ain't touching Cowboys or 49ers. Um, yeah, slightly lean on Dallas, but it is so public, so many points on the road. Very tough for me to lean that way. Um, uh, again, no real feeling on the total. I guess under. Slight lean to the under. I have the under also because I don't know how many uh... – the only part that concerns me is how many defensive touchdowns Dallas is going to have. Right. I mean, they are just so much better on both sides of the ball. This is going to be a bloodbath. The yeah, only thing that gross. could save the Cardinals is their home field advantage. <laughs> Dallas's home field advantage? <laughs> no, I was talking about how they're closer to their cars and they could just drive home sooner. <laughs> I'm tired of losing! There's no look-ahead spot when you're just trying to get through the week. <laughs> you're, you're trying to get as far as you can the year before you get relegated to the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Bears head out to Kansas City, head out to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs. Chiefs are 12.5-point home favorites. That is the highest spread of the week. Over-under set at 47.5. Ethan, I'm going to let you start with this one. I want to hear what you got. Not back in the Bears again tell you that for free it cost me this weekend it was 
I, I couldn't watch the game. It wasn't televised. And as I told you, I think Monday, I don't do red zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't watch any of it, but I was uh, watching the game cast for it. And it was just miserable. Every time I looked, it was either Tampa Bay ball or third and long for the bears. I swear. Like they couldn't get first downs. Justin Fields looks like a train wreck from what I saw. Um, and I think Kansas City is just kind of starting to come out of their uh, Super Bowl hangover. Shell, I guess their Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, I, I think they're you know didn't look great against Detroit. Started looking a little bit better against Jacksonville, and I think they uh, this is kind of their get right game at home. Uh, I think they should be able to just destroy the Bears. I mean, I, I just don't see the Bears moving the football much on this defense that I, we touched on a little bit earlier. I do think is very good. Um, I actually do love the under in this game. I mean, Kansas City is an under team. They've not been able to score like they were scoring in the past. Um, the Bears can't score. I mean, they just look awful, both sides of the football. Uh, I do think the Bears' defense is better than their offense. And so far through two games, I think Kansas City's defense is better than their offense. Obviously, that's probably going to switch at some point in the year when Mahomes really starts turning it on. Um, but love the under in this game. Uh, I could see like 24-10 Kansas City. Ethan, we're on the same side on the under. I also agree with the under. I'm going to take Chicago. I'm going to take fun, Chicago. <laughs> hey, this is the one bet that I, I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong on this pick. But we do not do well against mobile quarterbacks, man. That Like, teams will get to that three, third and three, third and four, and that's like a perfect time where the teams have to throw it and they dial up the rush. And they're able to get to them, which we saw with uh, Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. If they get to third and three, Hertz is just, I said Hertz, look at me go. I can't get any of the players' names right. <laughs> Fields is just going to take it off and run. And I, I'm really concerned about the Chiefs' defense being able to get off the field. I don't really yep. think that the running backs are going to go crazy or the wide receivers are going to have a whole lot of uh, involvement. DJ Moore might have a pretty good day. But I'm I'm worried about Justin Fields, man. That's my main guy. So I loved the Bears because I thought Justin Fields would do a lot with his legs last week. Uh he did. four carries for three yards. Yeah. So This yeah. is the Chiefs, though. We we struggle with those mobile quarterbacks, man. We always have. You know him way better than I do, but yeah, I'll say, I'll just re-say it again, have fun. <laughs> I know you'll be rooting for your Chiefs, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah. anyone out there looking to back the Bears, just, you've been warned. It was not fun. No. I had zero fun. <laughs> no fun whatsoever. It was awful. Completely this, awful. This is the blocked anti- field goal was fun. <laughs> yeah, that this is it. an anti-Bears podcast. <laughs> we don't like the Bears. <laughs> uh. The the nightcap game, the Steelers head to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders are two and a half point home favorites over under set at forty three and a half. Ethan, I'm I like the Steelers, dude. I like the Steelers. You're getting almost a field goal. Um that defense absolutely obliterated Cleveland. And I mean, they looked they look bad against the Niners, but everybody looks bad against the Niners. Um I think the Steelers, I would even consider taking Steelers' money line. Yeah. 
Do you remember on Monday on our live when I told you I've been like a pretty gracious loser so far this year? Like I've kept my cool, everything's been good. Uh-huh. I was in turmoil Monday night <laughs> watching the Steelers team with my money on it. I don't know if you caught my Twitter feed that night. Uh-uh. Oh my lord, dude. Could not be lower on the Steelers. Let me go let me go to my Twitter quick. Oh no. Because I'm I'm back I'm back in the Steelers. <laughs> And if you were reading my tweets uh, a mere two nights ago, <laughs> you would think never again. There's no way. Let's see here. What did I say? Um, Steelers are going to be impossible for me to back again if they can't establish a run game. They didn't. <laughs> this is one of the more brutal efforts I've watched in a long time. I have no hope for them on offense. <laughs> Horrendous play by Pickett. He pulled that ball way too quick. Never gave the play a chance. Uh, Steelers are going to be extremely tough to back moving forward. Tackling is horrible. Run game doesn't exist. Pickett is Justin Fields without the running. A lot of work needed to be done in Pittsburgh. Four takeaways saved me. And I like the Steelers this week. As <laughs> much as I hate to say it, I, I do. Know. I know. Raiders have the divisional game on deck at uh, the Raiders. Or, sorry, at the Chargers. Um Pittsburgh has the Texans on deck, so zero look ahead for them. Um, they got the win, but they shouldn't have, and I think they know that. Uh, TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith saved them with those touchdowns. Yeah, um, They had no business winning that football game or even really having that stay close. So I think they realize that. I think even though they won, they're still probably a little bit embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of a national audience. So I do think they do bounce back. Um, this game is – staying under the total uh i stand by most of what i said no run game whatsoever for pittsburgh which is extremely concerning um their defense couldn't make tackles uh which would help the over but hopefully they do get that right their defense is still very good um and kenny pickett looked awful he looked honestly bad. he looked really bad um yeah i don't think uh the Raiders are getting to a barn burner with anybody, so I do like the under quite a bit in this game. I do like the primetime unders. I'm actually 6-0 and so far in primetime games, and nice. most plays have been on the under. Um, so killing primetime. That was actually my only three wins this week were Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night football. Lost everything else. <laughs> um, so seeing the, the primetime games well, love the under. <laughs> I love Pittsburgh. It's so gross. <laughs> you love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh, dude. I like their money line, too. I think they win. I do, too. Oh, disgusting, but I love it. But I don't know. That game, literally, I was in bed by halftime, and I've never felt this way before. I should, you know, I've never felt this way. I was like, I wish I could just fall asleep right now, but I can't because football's on and I have to watch it. But I I didn't want to watch any piece of that game. It was that frustrating for me. So... Especially after that, the Panthers game. Oh, my God. That was just a frustrating Monday night. I almost flipped on, like, WNBA or something. I was like, what? <laughs> These games are awful. That, yeah. It's the playoffs, I was so. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I was so looking forward to football all day. Yeah. It, like, got me through my work day. I was so pumped. And, yeah, I was bored. It Straight happens. Up bored. It happens. Punt, 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 punt. Watch our week oh two God. recap. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles head to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are four and a half point home dogs. Over-under set at 45 and a half. Uh, this line's moving in the Buccaneers' favor. 
Um, I'm still not biting. I've been taking the Eagles all year, and it's been working out. I'm going to keep taking the Eagles. Um, Baker Mayfield, he's looked good. I'm a Baker Mayfield truther. <clears throat> this Eagles defense, they're good, and they still haven't played as good as they actually are. Um, I, I love the Eagles offense. I don't see a world where they lose this game, and I think that they at least cover by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm right with you. I like the Eagles quite a bit. First of all, we were just talking about last week's Monday night, just snooze fest. These matchups look a lot better to me. Um, So this game should at least be entertaining, hopefully. Um, But yeah, like you said, Sharps are all over Tampa, which I can't get behind. Um, They are 2-0, which I would have to think uh, is the reason behind that. But like I mentioned when we were talking about the Vikings, they could have very easily lost that game if the Mm -hmm. Vikings held onto the ball better. Um, Last week, I mean, the Bears were not driving, but they had the ball down three with a chance to go win the game when Justin Fields threw that pick six. So yeah. they won by 10, should have only won by three, if not uh, even could have lost that game. So uh, they could very well be one and one, if not 0 and two. So I think uh, they're just a little bit overhyped again. I've said it for a lot of teams, um, but I just don't think Tampa's as good as uh, maybe what they're on track to be right now. So yeah, I do like the Eagles at the short price. Eagles looked awful, I think, on Thursday night. They got the win, but Jalen Hurts looked extremely indecisive. Defense didn't mm-hmm. look great, um, but we know they're better than that. Yep. So, yeah, I do like the Eagles. This, um, I feel like these teams have played a lot recently, too. I know the playoffs two years ago they played. Yeah. Um, I feel like they might have played last year regular season. Um, but, yeah, I, just kind of becoming familiar foes, it feels like. Um, but yeah, I think the Eagles are way better. So I would lean the Eagles. I'll, I'll lean the under again because I, it doesn't look like Philly's offense is clicking like they should be yet. Um, I don't think Tampa's an over team. I think both defenses are better than both offenses right now. So, uh, primetime game, love the under. I agree. I agree with the under. And just hearing you say that back, the Justin Fields pick six, that feels like it should have been a pick four or something. Like they shouldn't have got a full touchdown for that. That was bogus. <laughs> I would have loved it to be a pick four because I had uh bears plus eight and a half and a teaser. So <laughs> pick four would have made it a seven point loser. And what a one man. I'm telling you, you, you can't win for losing sometimes. Mm. <laughs> Brutal. The Rams head to Cincinnati to face the Bengals and Joe cool. Bengals are two and a half point favorites over under set at 44. Ethan, I'm interested to see what you have to say about this one. This one's a, a really weird one, but I feel like I have a pretty strong lean. I have a very strong lean. Um, is Joe Cool playing? I don't believe he is. He might not be. It isn't confirmed at this time. Playing. Yeah. Because I believe this game opened Bengals minus six, six and a half. And wow. has dropped all the way down uh, because I don't believe the markets believe Joe Burrow's playing. Um, if Joe Burrow doesn't play, absolutely love the Bengals. Injured player theory. Thank the <sighs> Bengals. It's a get right, must win game for them. Um, Rams are probably overachieved a little bit already, even though I am high on the Rams. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love the Bengals minus two and a half without Burrow. If Burrow plays, if this line shoots back to five, five and a half, six, I would lean the Rams. Um, so maybe for the graphic. We can kind of hinge that on Burrow's health. 
gotcha. um, a little bit there. Um, but yeah, as where the line sits right now, Bengals minus two and a half. Absolutely love it. Um, I'm debating. I've been debating since yesterday if I want to lock this in already. Uh, I just don't know if Burrow plays. I'm going to have a great line um, because that is going to shoot back up. If Burrow doesn't play, I almost feel like this could go closer to pick them. Um, so I'm just kind of in that, like, I'm debating myself at this point what I should do. But I do like the Bengals, uh, especially if Burrow's out. So I'll take the Bengals. Um, and I would actually kind of lean over in this game, which I don't often lean in uh, primetime games. But, um, yeah, I think the Bengals are kind of due to put up some points. They haven't yet uh, put up many. And I think that's giving us some um, added value on the over here. The Rams have been moving the football quite well. Uh, putting up points against both Seattle and against that Niners defense. So I think the over is probably the right side in this one or the right uh, total move here, but love the Bengals. I like the under and the Rams. <laughs> We're going to be on completely opposite sides of this one. Uh, Rams have looked better than people thought. Bengals have looked worse. And even if uh, Joe Burrow doesn't play, I know you got the injured player theory, but it's still Matt Stafford. The Rams have looked Pretty decent. I thank you, by the way, Sean McVay, for covering that uh, 49ers game. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like the Rams are on track to overachieve this season, and Bengals are on track to under underperform. At home, too. Um, the line, I think last night is at minus two. It's gone back up to minus two and a half now. Um, so the line is moving in the Bengals' favors, but I still I like the Rams. You get the two and a half. You get the healthy quarterback for sure. If Burrow plays, I like the two and a half even more because it, he's injured, man. That's clear as day with that calf injury. Um, I I do think he's going to be out. I think you're right about that. Um, it seems like at this point he hasn't been playing well already, and you're just putting him more at risk. And if you have any type of playoff hopes, uh, you're going to kind of have to shut him down before that gets even worse. So I like the Rams. Um, seems like you like the Bengals quite a bit. Um, I feel like we should put something on that. I'm down. Okay. I'm down. I was just debating if I want to throw that in my big three. Yeah. So this might save me. Um, but I think, yeah, I think this has to be contingent on it staying around the two and a half. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'll lock in two and a half right now. Okay. Yeah. If you're okay um, with that. Yep. Yeah. Let us know in the comments what uh Yeah. What yeah, let's do that. Head head. Yeah. Doesn't need to be like a punishment per se, but yeah. the loser do. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. What what uh what should we be responsible for? Yeah. Uh, if it's content related, even better. Um, yes. What do we think about the squad ride? Uh, was it the Chiefs uh, Bears under? Oh, dude, I love that. Lock it in. I love that. Let's do that. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, brother. Let's get in with a total. We don't even have to root for a team this week. No, no. We just need <clears throat> points. That's going to be so easy, too. Yeah. That's going to be the easiest game. Uh, 47 God, and it. a half Bears Chiefs under. Lock it in. Love it. That will be a bet of mine. I am placing that so yeah i love it all right guys now before we get into our big three make sure you guys head over to bettergreen.com so you can read some of our articles buy some of our merch 
And thank you to SeatGeek. If you guys use code BETTERGREEN, you guys get $20 off your first purchase on SeatGeek. That can help out quite a bit, um, especially some of these places got parking fees. So that's that's free parking. Mm-hmm. Just use code BETTERGREEN. Also, another quick shout-out. We haven't hit, hit them in a while. Dubby, thank you guys. Use code BIG. Get 10% off. Uh, they have great energy drinks. I got blue raspberry right now. Ethan's got a tub right behind him. Uh, we highly recommend it. We love this stuff. It's pretty cheap. It's like $1 a drink. So yep. we absolutely recommend them. Um, getting into the big three. I'm going to kind of do these off the top of the dome. I'm going to take Chargers Vikings over the 54. The Cowboys plus the 11 and a half. I did this. Minus. Sorry. Yes. Minus 11 and a half. Um, I was thinking of the um, Texans game last year and how is the uh, they're minus 14 and then they didn't cover. Yeah. So I apologize. I was getting some flashbacks there. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I don't want to do the 49ers in another big line. So I will do the Eagles in the four and a half. Love it. All right. I will do. Um... Mine are all pretty disgusting. Indianapolis <laughs> plus seven and a half. Uh, for those watching, I already did lock that in. I did get plus eight, but I still like the seven and a half. Broncos plus six and a half. And Bengals. And I'm going to take them on the money line. It's only 20 cents more than the two and a half spread. Two and a half spreads minus 115, money line minus 135. Um, so I will play it safe. I think they cover the two and a half if you are cheap and can't lay the minus 135, but uh, I think that's your better bang for your buck. So give me the Bengals money line Monday night. That is the ugliest big three I've ever heard. My <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> It seems like it. It seems like it. So let me. So you're backing a one on one team and then two zero and two teams. Yeah. <laughs> All this talk about what you learned last week. I mean, I should have guessed it with your Steelers slander straight into. I love them this week. Yeah, I held off the Steelers. I was close to giving them out. Um, and when the I, Broncos wait, is by for by far the ugliest. That's when disgusting. I say when I said last week, I mean two days ago. When we're recording this. So this isn't like seven days ago and he's had a change of heart. This was literally he slept twice since he tweeted. This is legit like forty five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was cursing Pittsburgh. I was cursing Denver. Oh now I like them both again. Short memory <laughs> in this business, my friend. I guess so. I guess so. Maybe you've been uh, drinking out of Wyatt's coconut too much too something too many my ties too many my ties um, although my brain didn't remember stay away from the bears sickos i like them this week bears. god this is this is why we need us two on here because we cannot we, we just disagree on so much i know it you're probably you right Wyatt, you guys are, are like you and white are connected man we well, used like to not be no not, you guys are different on college football yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's because I don't give out Michigan spread every single week and go 0-3. <laughs> Why? We love you. Come back. Um, we miss you. I do like Michigan spread this week. 
you are the ugliest man on the planet <laughs> this way, dude, with these picks. You cannot be serious, man. You're killing me. Oregon minus 21 against Colorado. <sighs> okay, now it's personal. Now it's just attacking me. <laughs> uh, why did send us his big three? He is taking the over in the Chicago-Kansas City game. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. We'll see if it gets there. Um, New England, New York Jets, over 36 and a half. He did follow that up with a LOL, though. So I do want to preface <laughs> that. Um, and then he took the Chargers money line. Oh, man. So we really couldn't have done Minnesota. But we did the under in the Bears game, and that's his big three. Do we need to change that? Dude, I don't know. I love it. I do, uh, too. It's too electric. I don't, know. I don't know what else we could go for. <laughs> we'll just tell him. I'm sorry, man. We had to make an audible. I mean, we didn't fill you in on the squad ride last week. You just happened to That's agree true. with it. I did it, uh, but I, I put it in there so it would fit the graphic. Oh, look at that. So maybe this is the way to do it. Maybe. You just get the two guys on the show to do it, and if the other one disagrees, it means it's the winner. Yeah. Under. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um okay. Okay, I love it. Uh Ethan. It is time for your segment called Ethan's Bench Clearers. Uh let let me know what we're drafting today, my friend. Yeah, so obviously our boy Wyatt got married on Saturday. And uh, what do you do after a marriage but go to your honeymoon? Sir. So today, Ben and I, uh, jealous, two jealous guys sitting at home, twiddling our thumbs, working away, uh, taking care of a newborn, and uh, our buddy's living it up in Hawaii right now. So we're jealous. We are going to draft the uh, top honeymoon destinations. I'm not going to lie. I've been cussing wide out a little bit while I'm changing a poopy diaper and I see him shirtless on a beach complaining about a sunburn. Yep. I'm a... Uh pouring concrete back for a couple hours and then I look and see that he's three Mai Tais deep uh, on a beat somewhere six hours behind us and <laughs> tough tough Wyatt praying for you hope it gets better buddy uh, <laughs> the order that we got although I think he's had too many Mai Tais because the over in that Chiefs game yikes dude I I agree if he spelled anything wrong I was like that's the Mai Tai that's the Mai yeah. Tai <laughs> We should just start calling my Ty Y, my Ty Wyatt. <laughs> Let's go, baby. We got new names now. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So I'm the first pick, and then Ethan, you were the second pick. We're doing this fantasy football snake draft style. So you were concerned I was going to take your number one. Um, I'm interested to see if it is your number one. So. For those of you that don't know, I got married in December of 2019 and I had my honeymoon scheduled because my wife's a teacher. She can't go during the school year for the summer of 2020, but some strange thing called COVID happened. So our honeymoon actually got canceled. We we're able to get a lot of the refunds back and stuff. So that was good. But where we were going to go was Greece. We're going to Santorini, mm. Greece. We had a two week European vacation. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go. We're going to go someday. Um, 
Santorini, Greece, man. It, it's just one of those places. It, everything looks fantastic. The food's fantastic. Uh, I believe so. This is all from me watching uh, Greek movies. <laughs> um, I I really want to go. That's my number one place in the world, uh, Santorini. Looks amazing. The weather's amazing, um, it seems. So that's going to be my first pick. I like it. Allie is going to love that. She is wants she? to go to Greece very bad, yes. All right, company um, trip. Yep, there we go. We'll make it happen. Just need a few more subs, a few more likes, a few more comments, and a few more merch sales over at BetterGreen.com. Guys, if we can get to $1 billion with this video, hit <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> Tell your $1 billion friends, please. <laughs> yes. Global. All right. Yeah. The one I thought you would maybe pick because it feels like just such a common uh, like white girl destination spot, but <laughs> I am the common white girl, Bora Bora. Okay. Just seems amazing. Um, just pure relaxation. Uh, obviously, they're not going to show pictures of it when it's bad weather out, but every picture yeah. you ever see is like just completely beautiful blue water. Yeah. Uh, they have those little like tiki huts out over the water type deal. Just looks very relaxing. Um, it just like a perfect getaway uh, yeah. for you and your your wife. So. Yeah, Bora Bora for me, number one. Um, and then Snake Draft, I guess. So number two, I will take Italy. Okay, good um, pick. Italy more so uh, for the food. I think it's uh, a great place to, you know, go on multiple dinner dates after your, your wedding, uh, try out a lot of different Italian food. Um, also beautiful things to see in Italy. I've had aunts and uncles go to Italy and, They've loved every time they've been there. They've gone back many times. So um, it is a place I would love to travel to at some point. Um, I think it's a little bit of a romantic spot as well. So we'll take Italy number two. I think they call Paris the city of love, but Italy feels like the country of love, the country of romance. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you 100%. Yep. Love that pick. I'm going to go with Mexico as my number two pick. It's close, it's cheap, and it's good. Also, it's familiar. If you've been to Mexico a couple times, you know what you're in for. Beautiful beaches, fantastic weather. I believe I've been to Mexico probably like around nine times. Loved it every time. Loved it every single time. Uh, haven't been to a bad place in Mexico. Of course, there are not great places in Mexico. I'm not saying everywhere, but where you would go on your honeymoon, all those places are nice. Right. Um, then my next pick, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with where Wyatt is right now. I'm gonna go with Hawaii. You can go see some uh, waterfalls. Wyatt, let us know if you're seeing any of those. Um, climb a volcano. I clank. I climb. What is that? Trailhead. Something like that. What the big volcanoes they have? You got a bunch of different island options too. So you got the big island of Hawaii, Maui, Kauai. Um, all these different options, and they're all different too. Like it. Hawaii was going to be uh, one of my next picks, so took it right out from under me, but great pick. Um, my next one is going to be Australia. Um, mine are all pretty similar, you know, and I've never been to any of these places. Actually, my next one I have been to, but um, yeah, just the beachy um, relaxation, uh, some nice cocktails on the beach, just kind of my vibe. Um, so, yeah, I think Australia seems awesome. Um, 
I've always wanted to go there as well. You know, you have different animals there that I think would be really cool to go on some tour and see like koalas and kangaroos and things of that nature. And spiders um, the size of cats. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> uh, great whites in the ocean as well. Yeah. I am a, I'm a big shark guy. I don't want to swim with them, but maybe do some cage diving. I would totally be into that. So, um, yeah, I think Australia seems awesome. Um, and my fourth pick, um, Ford Field, downtown Detroit. Uh, the home of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Wife wouldn't love that, but I probably would. Um, <laughs> we'll go Costa Rica. For okay. My fourth pick. Um, kind of similar. So I have been to Costa Rica before, but um, it was really just awesome. It uh, same thing with the animals, like monkeys and uh, sloths, and you know all sorts of different things that you don't don't see in the United States um relaxing it was beautiful there the time of year that we went i believe it was february maybe march um was absolutely beautiful i know they have the rainy season and their sunny season um so it'd have to be during the sunny time but yeah it was just beautiful warm sunny every single day that we were there again the beachy the relaxation the pools the ocean um yeah would be a nice honeymoon spot nice picks man i do like those also, it's hard to go wrong with any of these picks, right? It is. Get, getting out there is just the best part. It is. For my fourth pick, I have a whole bunch of um, other ones that are international, but I'm going to keep it uh, keep it at home for these next two. My fourth one, you might know it pretty well, but it's Petoskey, Michigan. Ooh, yes, sir. Petoskey, Michigan. We went up there uh, last year. Had a great time, man. Had a great time. You get you're right there on the lake, and there's so much stuff within an hour of you. You can go north to the UP. You can go south. Uh, check out Grand Rapids. Um, a lot of type of stuff that you can do. Uh, we just loved that whole city and the whole vibe. It was really neat, um, and it feels really laid back up there too. Yep. Have you have you been to Petoskey a couple times? You know, I've been to the surrounding area. I don't know if I've actually been to Petoskey, but um, yeah, all of northern Michigan is beautiful. Honestly, if I didn't live here, that'd probably be one of my destinations as well. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's luckily I can make it a weekend trip. So yeah, um, wouldn't make my honeymoon list. But yeah, wouldn't if you're not from Michigan, I would absolutely recommend. Absolutely, man. Um, how much would you have made fun of me um, if? I said Petoskey like we were when we first got there. <laughs> I would have forgiven you the first time and hope you never said it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Petoskey's pretty cool. And then it goes to Petoskey. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad. <laughs> the state rock, man. <laughs> I, it is. It is. I actually have one up in my living yeah. room. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Didn't find it. cool. We spent like a whole afternoon looking for it. Couldn't find one. I got pissed off. I went to the nearest like uh, <laughs> nearest shop. Like I'm just getting this one. I'm done looking. I hear ya. <laughs> I found quite a few in my lifetime, but they're pretty cool. They are cool. Uh, my last one is where we went on our honeymoon, and that is Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg, nice. Tennessee. Loved it, man. And the best part about that is we just got a cabin for a week up in the mountains. So you just drive up there. You're secluded. Um, got a hot tub on the deck. 
really nice cabin. So you have all the amenities that you need. And then when you're ready to leave the seclusion of just kind of having an area to yourself, get to just go down to either Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg. They got so much, they got amusement parks. Um, I did a couple moonshine tours. That was a lot of fun. There's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, love Gatlinburg. Did you go out to a Shiners game? I did actually. Nice. I did. I got a jersey hanging up. There you go. Yeah. Teams kick ass. It was. I went there in their inaugural season too. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll keep my last one closer to home, and it's not going to be very specific. Um, but it's going to be South Florida. Uh, anywhere okay. in one of those beachy towns. I'm going to make sure it's an all-inclusive. Got to be all-inclusive. Gotcha. Um, you got to treat yourself on the honeymoon. But, um, yeah, something about staying on American soil, you know, it's always yeah kind of my jam. Um, <laughs> just feel a little more at home. Um, but you get the all-inclusive, the feel of some extravagant uh, out-of-the-country vacation. Um, you don't want to be worried about buying your drinks and your food and how much money you're spending on your week that should be uh, all about celebrating your new marriage. So yeah, I think get, get all the payments out of the way early up front and uh, just enjoy yourself have the time of your life on home soil. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, plenty to do in Florida. Uh, you can hit the oceans. If you want to leave the resort, um, you know, you could probably catch a game if you're in the Miami area, depending on what sporting events are going on or whatever you like to do. Um, so yeah, we'll say all inclusive in South Florida. I like that, man. I like that all inclusive anywhere is just so nice. Not having oh, any worries. Man. Beautiful. And if you need that little thrill of danger, just go downtown. I'm sure there's a Florida man on a street corner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That'll end up in a newspaper sometime within the next three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Just Google Florida man and don't ask there. don't ask which one. Google Florida man, but who? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, do we have a question for the people before we get out of here besides, um, what we should do for the loser of the bet? Yeah, that's going to be our main one. We really need to know what the, uh, loser of Bengals Rams, um, game is, but you know what? I gave out the Bengals, didn't I? I guess I'm doubling down. Um, yeah. but yeah, need, need a, uh, yeah, I guess not necessarily punishment, but if you want to recommend a punishment, let us know. Um, we'll take everything into account and kind of decide from the options we have. Um, I guess other than that, a question that I would ask is, um, you know, whether it be on this video or any of them, what do you guys like to see? What do you guys want to see more of that we do? Um, Or maybe what do we do that you don't enjoy watching? Uh, Just some feedback, you know, just any sort of feedback um, because we're willing to do more of what you love. So let us know. Great question, Ethan. Thank you, man. That's, you. that's excellent, man. Uh, yeah. Next week, Wyatt is back. He's going to be back on Monday for the live, most likely. Uh, hopefully there's no uh, travel delays for him. I know um, my story, last time I went to Mexico, um, worked all day because I had a flight down to New Orleans, 9 o'clock and in New Orleans, like 11. It's a little late, but then you just got to wake up. Uh, cancel my flight. So mm. I, I start heading down from St. Louis to New Orleans at 10:30 at night. <laughs> so, we get there about 6 a.m. for our cruise. Take a little 2-hour oh. power nap and then get on the boat. Oh my lord. <laughs> Brutal. I'll knock out for the whole first day. 
Yes. Yeah, it was rough. At least we had the uh, all-you-can-drink package, so we made up for there it. There you go. You can't have two headaches, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have Wyatt back. Um, starting that episode, too, I did lose the week one bet, so I will be rapping about the Detroit Lions and their week one win to start uh, week four's episodes. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Head over to bettergreen.com. Follow us on all of our socials, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Oh. Peace, Ethan. Later, Ben. See you guys. <laughs> you better start listening to the Better and Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better and Green. Hey. To Better and Green. Hey. To Better and Green. Hey, listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about. Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green. <laughs>